When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is going to be a shit episode. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Who are these podcasts? It's called Run By. A guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? It's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. It's a quality show and they have good <laughs> ideas. It's kind of like Jocktober, but with with really um, no redeeming quality whatsoever. <laughs> you guys are concise and brutal. Yeah, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. You don't have to listen to shitty podcasts. You do it for us. You do it. Ooh. These guys are making some fucking points here. I like what they're saying. You like what they're saying. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that agrees with Bob Lonsberry. Boomer is the new N-word. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, host of The Dick Show, it's Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? What is Happy going to be on? Here. So glad to have you back. Always love having you on the show. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, and link to our Patreon Soon we'll have a link to our new project, too, which Dick was helping me out with yesterday, getting that set up. So I just have to uh, finalize that, and then we'll be up on new project, too, for everyone who doesn't want to give money to Patreon, and I don't blame you. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us five stars on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, Dick and I will be reviewing a podcast called They Them Theirs. This is a suggestion from what in the Discord we have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by Rain Clar and Ghost of Joe. These are two non-binary people who can't shut up about it. They're very excited about their non-binariness. Oh, they really are they adding a hers onto it now? I saw it like the he he him was bad enough, but it is it now his also? Are they adding a third one? Are they trying to are the alphabets trying to sneak a third pronoun into this into I, the mix? I am so confused. Apparently, everything that they are concerned about has to do with pronouns. That's the biggest thing in the world to them. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of clips uh, that talk about that. Uh, this is just a quick one here. I really just want like an image of John Wick with a gun that just says, just say the damn pronouns. Surely there is one. <laughs> yeah. Why would anyone be worried about that? Why would anyone not want to participate <laughs> in that when they, when we all know that they would instantly kill us for not going along with it? Right. Like if they were built like us, we'd be dead for not doing what they wanted. Yep. We get it. We all know that. Yeah, you're a lot of fun to hang around when there's all these rules that we have to abide by that, by the way, I want to point out, change all the time. 
And not only do the rules change, but which game we're playing changes at any given time. What these people have decided is that they want to be offended every single day. So they've come up with a system where no matter how you address them, no matter how you talk to them, you could potentially be offending them. So it works out very well because they can just go around being offended and thinking that everyone's an asshole and how they treat them all day long, every day. It's amazing. I mean, it's etiquette. It's like 17th century etiquette with powdered wigs. Instead of powdered wigs, they have pronouns. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, scars bracelets. And if you don't go by the etiquette, you're shunned by the court. And, uh, and they're constantly checking everyone on it. So they bring up in this episode that you and I listened to, episode number 10, their most recent, they bring up yeah. that there was an article written and they had to check this article. A article from Columbia Journalism Review. It's, uh, it, was, it came out six days ago, very end of September. And uh, it's called Five Tips for Journalists on Covering Trans and Non-Binary People. And I was like, I got to read that to make sure it's good. <laughs> so uh, right. I did, and it is good. It's written by a trans person, Lewis Raven Wallace. All right, so in their world, there's the right way to think about things and the wrong way. So when he says, I had to read this to make sure it was good, he means yeah. I had to make sure that this person had the right view on things. Does anybody in any other hobby? Because it's like right. identity shit is a hobby. Yeah. It's all, it, I mean, that's what it, they obsess about this instead of like uh, like World War II or Hitler or, any, or something like that. Yeah. Does anybody yeah. in any hobby read things that expecting to not like them? I am a fan of the Chicago Cubs baseball team. And yeah. when an article is written about the Cubs offseason, I don't read it to make sure that it's good. I hope right. that they address this Joe Madden firing the right way, because if they yeah. don't, this will be a problem. Be oh, upset. <laughs> so the guy reads this article and there's five tips for journalists when they're covering trans and non-binary people. And here's tip number one for you, Dick. The first one is just, just, just like, just use the pronouns. Just, just use the damn pronouns. Yeah, and I- use the damn pronouns. That's tip number one. You fucking get it with the pronouns. (laughs) The pronouns are so important to these people. I can't figure it out. Why? Who cares? Uh, They're more important than like saving for your retirement. Yes. That's that's how important the pronouns. Everybody who's going to use the pronouns is using them. Okay? That's it. You're not going to convince any more hearts and minds from now on. It's, It's done. So tip number one is use the pronouns. Tip number three I thought was very interesting. But uh, the third one that I I I, uh, I liked a lot was beware of false balance. Uh, many many journalists have been taught that a fair story gives airtime to opposing viewpoints in order to find an impartial middle ground. This approach to reporting quickly falls apart when it's applied to historically oppressed groups of people, and that seems like it should be so obvious, right? But it's not. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Are you following this? No, I was just thinking it's like listening to a priest tell a story like halfway through. I'm really trying to pay attention. Like, I don't know how you actively try to understand something more, but I just can't. I cannot follow it. I can't follow the logic. I don't know what they're trying to say half the time. All right. So what they're explaining here is when you're doing a journalistic piece about a trans person or a non-binary person, You do not need to look at any other point of view on the world. You have the correct point of view. You're good. Which is, I don't know, counterintuitive, you would think, to trying to balance out a news story. 
But no, they go on to explain that people who don't think like them don't deserve a platform. Uh, yeah, it's there are certain certain ideas and certain voices that just you don't need to give any platform to. Yeah. They're going to be singing like that as where as the sissies are marched off into camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the cis gens will be marched off into camps and they'll be celebrating in the streets because the good people won. The good guys, they're on the team. They know is the correct team, and they're going to win yeah. this this battle that doesn't exist. This yeah. fight that no one's fighting. They're going to win it. Over over pronouns. Um. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's over pronouns. Right. Like, listen again. They're talking about the fucking pronouns. Get get over the pronoun hump. Do it now. Just get over it. We gotta get over the pronoun hump, Dick. It's fat women that caused this, I it, think, because okay. they were original. The original sin is fat women demanding to be called full figured oh, or right. uh, a lot of junk in the trunk, and then they saw that and said, "Hey, we could demand to get called weird shit too." <laughs> You think that's what set this whole yes. thing off? It all goes back to fat women, yes. When you call me uh, fat, it hurts my feelings. So yeah. I'm not going to stop I'm eating so much. I'm just going to make you say a different <laughs> word that doesn't hurt my feelings as much. Most problems are caused by fat women. That's my theory. That's my grand unified field theory of fat women. It's all it's it's all their fault. Do you have the clip of yeah. Them talking about the Joker when they're talking about joke policing. I thought that was the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Uh, writer, director Todd Phillips talking about how, like, he left comedy because people weren't allowed. Like, he, he wasn't, he was getting police on what jokes he couldn't, couldn't tell. Was he maybe telling jokes about things? Yeah. That yeah. he didn't need to be telling jokes about? Yeah. Or didn't have have you, any... I mean, have you seen the Hangover films? <laughs> oh, he did those? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. That, there's the joke police right there. Yes. As if he, totally oblivious to what she's even saying. Oh, was he getting joke police because he was telling jokes he shouldn't have been telling? Like, that's that's what he's talking about, you dumb bitch. That's exactly what he's saying. He left comedy because of you. At they, least just say, yeah, you know, yeah, I see his point because I joke police all the time. It's, well, well, he's probably getting police because he shouldn't be telling those jokes. Like, yes, you're what he's describing. They literally do not get that they're the problem. While no. explaining that they're the problem. And she goes on to say, like, oh, good, he was making jokes he shouldn't have. Okay, I'm, I'm really glad that he's not doing comedy anymore. So wait, what did he do again? The Hangover. Oh, you mean the one comedy we all agree is hilarious and everyone loves? Good, I'm glad that guy stopped doing comedy. It's a great and it's about, victory. like, how guys are stupid. So then she goes on to explain that her and her partner, Jacob, love watching comedy. Oh. I hate when I hate when women say that the partner I thing. I, I caught that in real life, and I was like, "Oh, lesbian! All right." She's like, "Oh no, uh, his name's David." Yeah. So, well, I mean, why would you purposefully give me less information? Right. Like that's what you're. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So this this is them. This is how much fun that they're having with each other watching comedy. It's just about I don't know stuff like that to like to me. My uh, my partner Jacob and I have conversations about this all the time because he he loves comedy. We watch comedy together, and we it's just something that we like to have conversations about. But um, <laughs> it's about like punching up versus punching down in comedy. Oh, this is my biggest pet peeve. First off, 
Can you imagine you're dating someone who likes to have conversations about comedy? Can we just watch The Hangover and enjoy it? I don't want to have a conversation about whether that joke is okay or that one is not appropriate. And then make sure, this, you're, make sure you're taking notes during the comedy movie. There will be a discussion afterwards. I saw you snicker at one of those jokes that was making fun of the Asian man's penis size. I don't know that that was appropriate. <laughs> you don't have conversations with your wife about comedy. That's not something you like to do. No. I, the only conversation is this. You want to go see Gary Goldman tonight? Yeah, sure. He's at the club. Let's go. That's the yeah. conversation about comedy. So or, remember when this happened? Yeah, that was great. That, that was, was great. great. That was hilarious. I love that part. <laughs> Holy shit. So she goes on to explain that we have conversations about how comedy punching up versus punching down. And this is something that I've had a lot of conversations about because we make fun of podcasts like this one that suck ass and we're, we're punching down because we're making fun of them. So it's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'll make fun of Dak Shepard. So then we make fun of Dak Shepard. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? that you can make fun of the fucking most popular podcast. Like, how do I win this? What am I supposed uh, to do? I, I hate that punching down meme. Yes. I, I don't know why it's stuck, but it's stuck and it's here to say every time every time I hear someone say you shouldn't be punching down, I want to punch straight across through their head. Yes. There is no there is no there's no punching up or punching down. Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's either funny or it's not right. Um, right. All comedy is about punching down in some way finding a weakness in someone or something weak about them and then just pummeling it until they either admit that it's weak or they, or you blast them into Maddox. Um, Dick, I think you and I need to have a conversation about comedy. I don't yeah. think, I don't think you're understanding what actual true comedy. I mean, there is funny comedy. I love people who explain that they like comedy. I mean, I, I like comedy. Don't get me wrong. When you have to say that, that means you're offended hey, by Carl, everything. You can't not like comedy. <laughs> right. Like, that's like, like, I like comedy. Like, oh, you mean you like your body reacting in an uncontrollable way to mirth because of a set of circumstances you can't define? You like that? You like the release of pure chemical pleasure in your brain? No shit, Sherlock! Shit. Yeah. yeah. You like that? Oh, please continue. It's because these these people like baby comedy. Yeah. I don't know if you have the yeah. clip, but they just like things like the clip, the nose clip in the Joker. Do you have that one? I don't know. The, the, the guy describes his favorite funny scene in the Joker is when the Joker goes behind a wall and comes back up with a nose on. Uh, and I'm like, motherfucker, that's what you do to entertain babies. Right. That's you. <laughs> That's your sense of humor, a little baby. Remember the part of the movie when he was jiggling the keys over you? That was great. Really <laughs> yeah. loved that part. All right, so the other thing I want to talk about with these people is they're highly offended by everything that you say and do, mostly things that you say, but they themselves are extremely judgmental. So we have to have this crazy open mind about all things, but they judge everyone all the time. Did you... Did you see that hot mess on Twitter recently where someone was claiming that they invented the concept and term genderqueer in 2015? No. And I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> oh, oh man. So this person is very upset that there was a tweet that she disagreed with and she goes on to talk down to all of us about it. Um, I'm laughing because... No, that person did not invent the concept or term in 2015. Those are both things I... that had, have been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even gonna like say the the person's uh, 
Twitter handle or anything like that because I don't want to give airtime to something. Right? I don't want anyone like going and investigating it because I promise it is just a headache factory of a post. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not worth it. A headache factory of a post. He's very upset about. I'm this. pretty sure I invented the term gender queer. I was I, in. Uh, I remember I was that. in sixth grade. My friend when accidentally went into the girls' bathroom. When he came out, everyone was around. I said, "Hey, look at the gender queer over here." Was, was like, it followed yeah. by pointing and laughing? Yeah, everyone, everyone clapped. <laughs> everyone uh, clapped. These. These people, it sounds like a methadone clinic. I, yes. I don't know how, why they're not excited to be with each other or to be broadcasting their message of tolerance to the internet, but right. Jesus Christ. Well, they're so tolerant. They go on to explain that this tweet was, and they use the word toxic. Anyway, yeah, it was it was a hot mess um, and just like really, really toxic of a person to be like, I invented this, I popularized it in mm-hmm. 2015. Like, who could possibly give a shit about a tweet where somebody was taking credit for something? How is that toxic? How does that ruin anybody's yeah. life? What are you talking about? not toxic. Right. What would be an example of something that would be you'd be fine with? I'd love to know that. That would be a very short podcast. The following things I'm okay with. Drag queens. The end. The end. Uh, were they, they, were, they were taking credit for something that they think is good, right? Uh, it's just the taking credit part. That's what this is toxic. That's what's well, funny about that is that the person who was talking about something they agree with, but was just explaining that it was, you know, 2015 and not the 90s or whatever they think it actually happened. Who cares? Whatever. It's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can, ex- you can understand that this rain person is not fun to be around. She's judging you all the time. You have to treat this person a certain way and say the right words. She goes on to explain that people don't like hanging around with her. I know that like there have been times where people did not want to have me around because they were like, Oh, rain. They've said stuff along the lines of like, rain's not gonna like let us make jokes or not, you know, doesn't appreciate like this kind of humor. And it's just like, well, you guys are saying that, but it's because your your jokes are super sexist or transphobic or something like Uh that. So she's almost aware, but still puts the responsibility on everybody else. Like people don't want to hang around me because I, I'm pissed off all the time because they're offending me over fucking ridiculous words, but still they should be better. What the fuck's their problem? Why can't they figure this out? I got news for you too, Rain. It's not because of your activism that they don't want you around. It's because you suck and yes. you're not fun to hang around with. You can have, you can be as activist as you want and woke as you want. People will still want to hang around with you if you're fun, but you sound like a fucking drain. The way you have me around, like every question oh. is upended, forcing people to coddle you. It has nothing to do with your politics, Rain. You are just a burden to everybody you hang around with. She's exhausting. Imagine hanging out with her. That's one thing you can say, I don't want to hang out with that person. Imagine working with this person and how difficult that must be. But every time there's a new coworker or something, I have this just like, horrific anxiety because i don't know if Mm -hmm. they're going to be completely disrespectful and (laughs) just like try and dead name me left and right or something like that and i've had people do that because i have my dead name on my legal paperwork and things Mm. so So that's your legal name it's a dick imagine imagine this when a new person comes to work she has anxiety 
because she's worried that this person is going to use her legal name that's on documents. Like, I don't know, an HR person might call her in and call her by her name that she's seen written on pieces of paper that prove that she's an employee there. And she's anxious about this. She makes everyone else anxious about it. No one's yeah. having fun in this scenario. Here's a solution. I'm just going to I'm just going to throw this out there to you, Rain. Stop being offended by everything. Who cares? You know how freeing it is to not give a shit about what other people say or what other people think? It's amazing. I live my life fucking skipping, whistling, zippity-doo-dah. It's unreal what I can accomplish in life because I just don't give a fuck what other people think. The uh, the privilege that you have for being worried that not only... Like, I'm coming from a world where I'm worried about people calling me asshole, prick, this fucker, uh, yeah. this guy's a fraud... To have them you try to use your name is a luxury. Yes. Whether or not they get it right, like, well, you're kind of splitting hairs there. They're trying, they're trying to work with you. Uh to, to come from a world where people are actively trying to fuck with you, it seems so foreign and privileged to me. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because that segues perfectly into this clip where they talk about when people are trying to be transphobic and get it wrong. That was something we were talking about earlier is when people are trying to when they're trying to be transphobic mm -hmm. and then they accidentally like address you correctly and just yeah. how much that rules yeah it's so funny <laughs> it's the greatest what? So, so powerful so much energy flowing through my veins direct when... directly into me so this is the scenario they're explaining this they come up to this person who doesn't like them because they're non-binary they try to be transphobic, but they say the, the wrong thing, which is the right thing. And then they feel good about it. Shouldn't this be all about intent? Like you were just talking about this person you work with calls you by the name that they think is your name because it was given to you at one point and you're offended by that. Meanwhile, this other person's trying to call you out, says the thing that they were supposed to say and you feel good about it. Just base it on what people's intent is. If they're trying to be nice to you, take it as they're a nice person. Why is this so yeah, difficult? I, I want to know what the word is that they screwed up with and got right. Because I don't think I, know. I don't think a transphobe is going to mess that one up. Uh, <laughs> right. I'll put money on this. That's a things that happened uh, for a thousand, Alex. Yeah. They're, they're like, it's, it's the whole etiquette thing. Like it's a, it matters that you follow the rules. Not that you're not yes. that you're a good person or not that you're trying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing they care about is the pronoun thing. And if yeah. you, if you dead name them or if you use the wrong pronoun, then you're a fucking asshole. This is, this is crazy, full figured, man. This is they're crazy. So this guy, this guy, <laughs> they're going to be pissed. This person, Joe is open to any and all pronouns. He says it right at the beginning of the episode. You could call me by any and all pronouns. So you'd think that, oh, sweet. There's no rules with this person. This will not be a problem. I can have a conversation with them. But then he goes on to say this. <laughs> oh my God, they, them. I use any and all. But the reason I thought about it is because I was like, I use any and all pronouns and I still feel like I get misgendered, which is such a thing where it's like, I can, I can tell the way that people will use masculine pronouns uh -huh. or masculine words. And I'm just like, that's not like I don't <laughs> it know sounds how gross I when don't... you say it yeah, so you can say what? any pronoun to this guy and he'll still be pissed off at you it's like these rules are amazing you can always be offended it doesn't matter that's awesome good for you honest about it ah fuck it i'm gonna be pissed no matter what call me whatever you want i'll tell you i'll tell you how you fucked up yeah all right 
Yeah. Is that a, that says it all right there. That proves these people want to be offended. I love that this podcast isn't doesn't even try to be trans uh doesn't even try to help trans people. It's just them. Yes. Like it's so specific to the hosts complaining about ways they've been aggrieved by society. Like it has nothing to do with the trans experience or what what you know uh, raising awareness or anything that could be considered charitable. It's just two awful people <laughs> bitching. Yep. Oh yeah. This is a perfect example of that because she explains how she's pretty chill and she doesn't correct people all day. I, I feel like I explain it to a bunch of people. Like if I'm just out and about doing my stuff, I'm not like out slapping wrists and correcting people, obviously. Sure. I, I think I'm, very chill about it <laughs> for the most part um if people are being That's like a- intentionally shitty to me about it mm. then i'm just like ooh, i'm yeah. about to get uh, you have given me free reign yeah i'm about to get nasty at you okay oh so she ex- yeah. she explains that if people are getting um getting nasty to her then she can get nasty back but this is all based on her own perception which we've already determined is not based on people's intent. So she goes around saying, well, I don't lecture people all day. I'm not that kind of person. However, if I get annoyed by something, which may or may not be real, it's just how I perceive it, then I'll just be an asshole out of nowhere to you. Like, great, Rain. That sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like I think these people of- have. I think Rain has bigger problems than um than tr- her identity yes. than her trans identity. I would agree. Uh, I think she's got some good old fashioned B cluster personality type problems. <laughs> yes. What do they call that? Uh, borderline personality disorder. Except for I don't know yeah, if there's any them. borderline. No, I don't think so either. She's got some good old fashioned cis mental problems. Yeah. Uh, that are independent from the gender identity and sexual identity ones. All right, this is a little bit of a longer clip, but they're talking about, and South Park just had this episode that came out about non-binary athletes and yeah. uh, and sports uniforms, and she just makes a point about this. The, um, the article that we talked about in the last episode that was about the sports uniforms, mm-hmm. like I, I appreciate and value that article a thousand times more because it was written by a non-binary athlete talking about what non-binary athletes are going through absolutely rather than a cis reporter telling a story about this situation like i don't know just the people who are actually experiencing the situation it's better to listen to them than someone Mm -hmm. repackaging their story yeah absolutely i love the vocal fry at the end i have that ice out right here their story so, according to of her laugh, like her laugh was unbearable. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> I, I probably do when they get into the conversation with DeKaylee, which I want to talk about in a minute. Yeah, yeah. but sorry, I interrupted the, the sports. Pro- the I don't think the uh, trans athlete problem is as complicated as she's making it sound. Well, they're talking about uniforms for some reason and she says she likes the article a thousand percent better because it was written by a non-binary athlete and cis reporters can only repackage their story she doesn't even want cis people talking about non-binary like we we can't we don't have any business being part of this at all yeah it's a great uh, way to live society though, like as though as though you have to be something to write a right. newspaper article about it like that's not how it works you idiot 
That's not how reporting works at all. No. If it were, all reporting would be biased. That's the problem with having that. I don't think there was a lot of Nazis writing about how the Third Reich was probably up to no good. They were yeah. writing quite the opposite. <laughs> That's why we want some. What you're looking for is just opinion pieces, not reporting. Like right. you, you want Tumblr style blogs. You don't want objective takes on anything. Um, what a lunatic! What a lunatic! Uh, here's a clip that goes along with that. If you're reading about a trans subject, find a trans author. Mm -hmm. Non-binary subject, find a non-binary author. But that's like, I mean, again, it seems like it should be obvious or common sense but it's not i don't know that's how stupid these people are not only do they do they not understand how this all works but they think the rest of us are the dumbest idiots ever for not understanding the way they think like i yeah. can't think like you my brain works i apologize i can't even <laughs> figure out how and they're not even good at podcasting this is where they they bring on a guest that they're going to interview Meanwhile, Joe is gone because they only have two mics, I guess, because as soon as there's another person there, oh, yeah. it's so yeah. funny. But they, I found this ironic that they didn't know how to transition. How do we transition to an interview we haven't done yet? <laughs> hey, everybody. Joe here. Just a real quick edit <laughs> happening. We're about to switch over to an interview. You'd think the one thing these people could do is transition, and that was the worst transition ever. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you identify as a radio host yeah, for a minute? You heard, and just take a minute and think about it. What the ultimate transition wasn't even anything special, was it? It's like, yeah, yeah. Here's an interview with this guy. Here's what he does. Right. Or this person. This person. Well, we're gonna talk about DeKaylee, and DeKaylee is an AFAB. Do you know what that is, Dick? Oh, no, of course not. What is an AFAB? AFAB stands for Assigned Female at Birth. Okay. All right. All I'm, right. I'm pointing oh. that out because DeKaylee does not sound like an AFAB. This is the intro. And again, huh. listen to how complicated and co how complex it is to have this person even in your life. And my name is Kaylee slash DeKaylee slash Salem Massacre, and I use she, her pronouns when I'm in drag, and they, them when I'm in drag, and they, them out of drag. Well, there you go. <laughs> that was a lot. Sorry. That, no, that's, that, don't apologize. How the fuck am I supposed to remember these rules? Uh, Do I need uh, flashcards or something in order to fucking remember what to call people based on what they're wearing that day? Fuck. I thought drag was just kind of a, uh, a a hobby too. I don't I don't think it has to do with identity. Like yeah. I think that this I think that this AFAB is wrong. I thought being drag was Correct. just you're still a guy and that was like the thing that they liked to do. They just liked to be fabulous. So I have friends who do drag and it's not that they are a different person. They're playing pretend. It's fun. It's like when <laughs> David Bowie right. was Ziggy Stardust. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm a different person now, and I'm performing. Like, okay, neat. Yeah. And this... Um, about the artistry. It's artistry. This person goes on to talk about how it's all just playing pretend. I feel like um, if I'm in drag and I have a wig on, basically, like, that's Salem. But if I'm in drag but I don't have a wig on, like, if I just have my colored buzz cut or whatever, like, that's DeKaylee. So it's like these weird separations and I probably have way too many like characters and like, you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. Yes, You're playing exactly. pretend. 
This yeah, is, you're dressing up. <laughs> this is what this is what children do. I went to DeKaylee's website on the bio page. It says, I wish every day was Halloween. Yeah, of course you do. This is what you do for fun. You dress up and pretend you're different people. It's not, and and that's that's the problem is they're talking to this person like- It's not an identity like, thing. Yeah, it's not an identity thing. And they're talking to this person like, yeah, you're just like us. Like we, we were fluid. We're this, this one day and then we're this, this other day. It's like, oh no, I'm not that. I'm playing pretend. I put a wig on yeah. and I pretend to be <laughs> That's somebody why I else. That's goofy name of whatever it is, Salem Salem Sweetness or something. Because I'm doing something that everybody immediately understands and has always understood. Right. Uh, not anything to do with what you guys are doing with bitching about hate, the bitching that HR isn't going to call you by the right name or your legal name or whatever. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine HR dead names you? I mean, it's devastating. I have, yeah. I have nightmares about that happening to me. How dare you? All right, so then this is the great question that this dummy is so obsessed with, is this concept of non-binary. When did you find out about it? Because Terrain, this is her entire world. But yeah. um, when did you first come across the term non-binary? And were you familiar with terms like gender fluid or gender queer mm -hmm. before you heard non-binary. What a stupid question that is. When did you first hear about this thing? And what did you know about it before that thing was introduced to you? What difference does it make? Who cares? Why is she so obsessed like with the, the timing around this? It's like she doesn't get that the, the, uh, Salem Sweetness is not like her. No, she like, definitely no, does not understand that. Yeah, doesn't it feel like that? Like, oh, well, when did you discover my identity? Like, bitch, I don't have your identity. What are you talking about? I'm a drag queen. I, I, everyone always knew about drag queens. By the way, it's, uh, it's Salem Massacre, but I like Salem's Salem Sweetness. <laughs> so the answer to this question is Salem Massacre, DeKaylee, has a twin, and uh, the twin couldn't figure out if uh, – she was a woman or non-binary. So she answers it this way. Rachel actually um, came out as like as non-binary, but now Rachel actually just uses like she, her pronouns. So I kind of learned it from Rachel and- um, Do they see how confusing this all is? They can't even figure it out. How am I supposed to fucking know? She's like, yeah, my sister was uh, non-binary and now she's a woman again. It's like, I, listen. This fluidity is what makes this so difficult for people. I think you just got to pick one and stick with it. Yeah. Um, so wait, were they female at birth? That I don't, that really I don't know. Because they refer to her as Rachel and they're twins. But I don't know if they were. I don't know. It's all very okay. confusing. But I think scientifically, there's a lot of like gen weird stuff that can happen to your genitals when you're born, I guess. So I don't know why I know that. So after... This question about when did you learn about non-binary, this Salem massacre rambles on and on about Rachel and this and that, and then comes back and says, I'm sorry, what was the question? And Rain doesn't even know what she's asking or why. Yeah. And what was the rest of the question? <laughs> oh, just uh, sort of talking about your, like coming to that term. Like, yeah. Realizing... Do you, can you like remember maybe like, was there a specific thing for you that made you realize like maybe this is the most comfortable word or you just sort yeah. of came to it? Rain is obsessed with labels. 
When did you learn yeah. about the word that they, you now you use to describe who you are? And that that's the word that you, everyone needs to know. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, Dick, I envy you because you're like half Mexican. Right. So you, you should. Ha- yeah. So you have this thing where you could just like, that's a trump card. You can lay down at any time. I've decided after listening to this show and some of the shit that I go through, I've decided that I'm half Native American. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like Elizabeth Warren? Right. That's a good idea. Right. I'm like Elizabeth Warren. I'm at least 6% Native American, if not 60. It's somewhere in that range. Well, I actually got uh, I got my Mexican card revoked by, I was arguing with some people at this stupid camp out, these Harvard graduates, white Harvard graduates, um, yeah. of course, about identity politics. And I said, they were saying something about how I'm racist. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm half Mexican, so I don't know why you said. And they said, well, you don't look, you don't look Mexican. So, I mean, it doesn't really count. I was like, oh, so it is, it's just entirely about looks to you guys. It's not about how I was raised or the culture or the fan, like my family history. It's just, does he, is he darker than this uh, brown bag? And then, then, then he gets a victim card. Like that is, it's very offensive. (laughs) You Uh, think? But whatever, (laughs) your stupid, your stupid rules. All right. This is. From the other show that I listened to, I just wanted to play where they talk about being, uh, well, they talk about androphilia, which is something else I never heard of before. And apparently this is an attraction to masculinity. Androphilic, you know, attracted to people who present as like masculine, which in itself is so convoluted because there's, I'm like, holding my face right now there's there's like there's no way to be masculine yeah and but it's just like a i don't know an internal thing yeah that you like, vibe on yeah like cultural coding too yes that's like absolutely built up and it's like i don't know it's like I, it's like i want to talk in like some metaphysical thing where it's like i know like nothing is inherently one thing right but like you're also built up in a culture that tells you what things are right and it's like you can you can unlearn things you can um are you following this logic at all? It's just insane. It's insane. It's like, there's no way to be masculine. Then why do we have the word? Right. Why not? Why does it exist then? It was like, invented you, by society, you, man. Yeah. Uh, they literally there's two apples there. Well, what really is two? Like I, I, I can't. <laughs> right. Is that what we're doing here? They, they literally say, "I'm attracted to masculinity." And masculinity does not exist. Like, wait, they what? Need a TED talk to want some dick. Do you That's know? Problem. Do you know how confused you are? You're doing a podcast as the expert on this subject, and you yourself are more confused than anyone about it. They they will buy anything, any kind of identity crosswords you got, but yeah. being attracted to men. That's what stopped. That's what stumped them. Right. They got a, oh, there's this thing called uh, there's this thing called being attracted to men. Whew, we're gonna have to unpack that. Yeah, now, what is that I don't all think about? You know. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, yeah. Being attracted to men, you say? Well, yes, that's what they're calling it on the street. It's called wanting to get some wanting to get some hot hot D from behind, huh? <laughs> What is and how did society convince uh, convince persons of well what are they called well they're called women huh how did society convince these women that they want to get some hot hot d from behind well I don't know we're gonna unpack it today yeah, there's a got, lot of learning yeah. conditioning that's going on 
they act like this is something new in society. Like we just invented this thing known yeah. as masculinity. And this isn't like something that we invented in America. You do know that, right? It's it's like they just I don't know how to explain it because there's so much weird gender shit that goes on all the time, but they have they like make it their own. Like, oh, this is our thing. Like, no, everybody kind of everybody kind of does this weird shit, guys. Don't don't worry about it. Don't don't get in your heads about it. Don't worry about work. Everyone gets a pass. It's cool. Be whatever you want. But everyone is doing this. It's not just you. Right. It's Chicks not- are making out with each other all the time. Guys are asking themselves weird questions like how much money would it take to suck off a- another guy? Everyone <laughs> right. is playing these weird games. It's not yours. You don't own this. That's that's literally a card in winner's drink is how much money would it take for you to suck off another guy? Yeah. So Dick has already tackled this subject. He knows all about it. How stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the funny thing about this whole thing is that these people think they're so fucking special and they're not. There's nothing special about you. Yeah, you've created all these rules. You've made it difficult to be your friend. You've made it difficult to be your coworker. You've made it difficult to listen to you talk on a podcast, but you're not different than anyone. You've, You've invented all of this around you. Imagine working with this person when you have to get the talk about who they are and how they identify. I have a coworker who I I let him go for the longest time without having like the talk with him yeah. about like, all right, I need to sit you down and tell you that I'm trans. Yeah. And money, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a treat. What a treat to work with Rain. I can't wait to get lectured by Rain about what I said wrong this morning in the meeting. Yeah, How honey, what'd fun. you do today at work? Oh, well, you know, it was another rain day. <laughs> it's another rain day. Got lectured. Tried to say the right thing. Didn't say it exactly correctly. And now I'm the asshole. Go figure. Now I'm the asshole. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is this dysphoria buster. Do you remember this part of the show? No. When they have on Decaylee. They interview that person about this dysphoria buster segment they do on the show. And I'll play the setup to that. We kind of came up with this weird term called a dysphoria buster okay. on the show as a joke. Um, but it's not a oh. joke because it's yeah. real. Yeah, it started as a joke and then we realized how, how I, it Yeah, was. it was like too real. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's ever a joke to these fucking people. We started this thing. We thought it'd be fun, but it's not fun. Nothing's fun. Stop having fun. Like, okay, sorry. Sorry. Thought we could have a joke. I think it's a joke for a second, like you guys did, or no? No. Straight. No, you gotta get what you're not woke if you think it's a joke. Oh shit, that could that could go on a t-shirt. Uh so But I love comedy. You know, I love it. But I love comedy. My partner and I discuss it every night. (laughs) I love comedy. I think maybe that's true. Like, yes. I think maybe they don't get comedy. They just talk about <laughs> it. So. Like, that's what they think people are doing. They they watch Dave Chappelle. They hear the punchline. They hear people laugh. They pause it and go, people in the audience reacted with laughter to that. What do you think that's all about? Yeah. I can't figure it out. Me. All right. So they explain what this dysphoria buster thing is, because I never heard of such a thing. Everyone's, exp- I mean, to my experience so far in this life I have lived, um, everyone experiences it differently if they experience it. I think like you could kind of 
compare it to like a like a nasty bad ASMR where like you don't like not everyone has it. Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe I don't, but right. I'm like that. that well, yeah. that's that's why I specifically wanted to bring it up as a question yeah. because like not all trans people, not all gender nonconforming people, not all non-binary people experience uh, gender dysphoria. Yeah. Um, which is basically just that. Yeah, I think you like you kind of described it earlier when you were saying that uh, being referred to as Kaylee had like kind of like a eh yeah. feeling to you. Um, do you hear how confused Rain is? She's trying to explain what gender dysphoria is. She cannot explain it. She has no idea. No. The person uh, she's interviewing she can't has put no a sentence idea. together to save her life. No. She's trying to explain the joke. That's the that's what you're seeing right. here. They came up with something. They thought it was funny. They got horrified at themselves for for understanding why we laugh at shit like this. Yes. And this this what you're seeing right now is the desperate backpedaling of a woke person trying to unexplain a joke, which she cannot do. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable for everyone who's listening. This is yeah. Rain still Go trying to explain still. what gender dysphoria is. Yeah, um, and I think sometimes it's easier to to like figure out what it is by figuring out what it isn't. Okay. So like if, I don't know, <laughs> those moments where you can like actually remember feeling and pinpointing like, oh, I feel really good in the gender right now. Yeah. And then you think about times where you felt the opposite of that, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> what, is, what is she talking about? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, this is this might be way too way too much of a big brain take, but th what she's describing is literally a uh, it, there's a Greek parable where Socrates is giving a lecture on defining things by what they are not, and Diogenes comes in and says, "What about emptiness? You can't do that for emptiness." And he says, he, Socrates acts exactly like this, desperately trying to come up with the answer, and Diogenes goes over and taps him on the head and said, "I think we found the emptiness right here." <laughs> I think that's a little too big brain explanation for that. Big brain for you, huh, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little bit too early in the day for you over there in California. I gotta get you out at like seven at night. Uh, I don't hear you saying that shit on the Ralph retort. <laughs> I think you're functioning a little too well today. Yeah, I think so too. I had just the right amount of liquor last night. So our buddy Joe grabs the microphone and sees that his friend Rain is struggling and says, I'll be able to explain this. And Joe finally gets out and explains what gender <laughs> dysphoria is. Just like some, not even just like all people will have gender dysphoria, but some people like just never feel gender euphoria. Yeah, uh, that's think, that's what I was going for. Yeah, okay. and, and Thank I you. Think, um, yeah, I think that's also like valuable to think about just like in terms of how people experience gender. I mean, you, it's funny. Are you following this? So... It, gender yeah. dysphoria is when you don't experience gender euphoria. Now, yeah, that's a joke. I get it. Yeah, that's okay. good. That's, that's the joke. I don't understand yeah. what gender euphoria could possibly be. Have you ever jumped up and clicked your heels because of your gender? Every day, Carl. Every day. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Thank I'm God. Every thank Christ. Every day, I don't have to deal with this shit. I'm yeah, man. Guy. Got it. Boom. I am asking the wrong guy. My bad. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm coming that. all the time. I'm coming at the gym. I'm coming in traffic. I'm coming all the time about my gender. Uh, well, there's one thing that these people know, and I give them credit for that. 
Don't Oof. don't got an exact number, but I sure do know that they're wrong. <laughs> they know that everybody else is wrong, which I think is very important. And my biggest takeaway from this show is that everyone is wrong and... Gender is a spectrum. Everything is fluid. That's the two things. <laughs> Those are the two things that I took away from this show. Jesus Christ. Anything else you want to talk about with our friends Rain and Joe? Uh, some, you know, sometimes sometimes you got bigger problems than your gender identity. Yeah. Uh, you, you might want to look at those first. That might, it's just because of your gender might not be the reason everyone doesn't want to hang around with you. If that, if you're the asshole, then uh, might not be because of your gender. And I want to point something out because this is what happens, Dick, is when I make fun of a podcast, those podcasters only listen to the one episode. We're making fun of them. And they assume that I don't like them because of who they are, because of what they're saying. I should right. point this out, and they, they probably tuned out by now. But to my friend Rain and Joe, I, I don't really care about your cause at all. I don't care how you identify. I don't give a shit about you as people. This is just the format of our show. We just find shows on the internet yeah. that suck and then make fun of them. So lest you think that I'm one of these guys, because they, they want an enemy so bad. This is what they they pine for. Like, see, this oh, is what we're up against. Saying. So they're gonna think they're gonna think you have a problem with their identities, right. and you don't just pick up. You don't just pick on shitty podcasts. Right. Yeah. They're gonna think like, see, this is why we have to do this because there's these narrow-minded assholes out there who want to suppress us. Like, no, it's fine. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what you do. Just don't make rules that I have to abide by because I fucking hate rules. I don't like that the government does it. I sure as shit don't like that you do it. You have no authority over me, you fucking asshole. Oh, Rain's laugh. Rain's laugh is makes that show unlistenable. Oh, that's what makes her, it unlistenable, Dick. Her yeah, laugh. Yeah, I, I could deal with everything else, but that la I don't know. Women's laughter is like a dentist drill for me. Like I cannot stand. Uh, uh, like it's not, nothing is that funny. Um, it's stop. all fake. Stop. It's all fake. All right. So I made Dick Masterson listen to a horrendous podcast, and I feel very bad about that. But not so bad that I didn't make him listen to another horrendous podcast. And I think we have to get into this. I got a little stinger here. You're listening to So as we all know, our friend Maddox is no longer doing the best debate. He's not doing a lot these days, but no. his alter ego, George, is still <laughs> doing a show. And George is a co-host of Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. Oh my God, man. It did not get any better. Last time I was on your show, you made me listen to one yep. of their earlier episodes and yep. they have not gotten any better, man. This uh, is this has gotten worse, and I have specific reasons for that. But first off, we're going to talk about an episode from October 22nd. It was called Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, and their guest was James Igbo. Are you familiar with this guy? No, I thought he was uh, mentally challenged, though. Yes. Listening, like he, he keeps calling him Godzilla or something like that. Um, Thank you. I actually have a clip called, Is James Retarded? My kaiju will have three heads. Nice. Cool. On each shoulder, it'll be like a wolf head, then like a lion head, 
then his feet will be like two different animals. Holy shit. And his fur will be like a monkey and a lion. And he'll have like seven tails. Wow. <laughs> Even the way they address him is like they're talking to a retarded person. They have to say, oh, wow, that's really oh, neat. Wow. That sounds Could you really draw it cool. for us, Could James? You... Could you draw it out for us? Oh, I think that would be fun. Look, you've got the monkey hair. Oh, a I've never wolf? seen a blue duck before. Because <laughs> if that was a, a person that you respected and they were saying that on your show, would you just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I would say, what have, what have we done, Sean? Why are we playing this stupid game of yes. come up with your imaginary kaiju? Who the fuck is listening to this? Right. Who cares? Right. Who cares? So you would blame yourself. I would just I would just blame James. That's ridiculous. Oh, God. I mean, the game is set up for failure, and this is True. one of their regular bits. Oh, I Here, didn't describe know that. A- Describe your fantasy kaiju, a liger. Oh, wow, hilarious. Next, please. I think we've got Maddox's um, Maddox's weird spaghetti brain mixed with Haley's I've never been told I'm wrong because I have a pussy in Hollywood yeah. uh, combined, yeah. combining together to make the most unfunny podcast you've ever heard. It's, I think that's the problem. It's crazy. This is how the show starts off. They watch this terrible Godzilla movie that's a joke of a movie. And thankfully, Haley gives her review at the very beginning. Let's talk about the movie in general because I was very surprised. Haley, what was your review? I didn't like it. All right, good. Let's <laughs> let's call it a day. It's a bad movie. <laughs> but it's a it's a Godzilla movie, right? It's supposed to be bad. Of course. That's all these movies yeah. are terrible. Okay. That's the point. And I don't understand how they judge these movies because Maddox explains that the way that he judges Godzilla movies is from the fight scenes. How many times his jaw drops? My jaw drops. I so I I like I count how I, how much I like a Godzilla movie counts is based on the number of times uh, my jaw drops during fights. He's a forty two year old man. <laughs> his jaw is dropping at a guy in a suit that he is in love with. If you listen to this episode, always talking about Godzilla's musculature yep. in a in a in a way that he sh- that he might want to bring into the show we listened to before this. But he's a 42-year-old man sleeping on children's sheets with his jaw dropping at the worst choreographed fight. Like Jackie Chan, jaw dropping, opening day, rush hour three. Wow, I can't believe he did that with a bunch of fish versus Godzilla, a guy in a furry suit just wiggling around. How is that jaw dropping? You fuck, you simple-minded fuck, Maddox. Well, he's lying. What did I do to you? I completely broke you. That this is what you enjoy now. You're you're sitting home pretending pretending to be wowed by Godzilla fights. You pathetic shell. Go ahead. Pretending is the right word. I watch clips of this on YouTube. I'm like, what is this movie? What are they talking about? They even point out the fact that the special effects are similar to the Ghostbusters from 1985, where you have like the lightning thing shooting out of the guns. That's what the special effects is. It's terrible. None of this is realistic or interesting to watch. And George's jaw is dropping. He's lying. They're not making they're not making this podcast to be funny. These these yes. two short bus guys, uh, Haley and, and George, actually on somehow seem to actually enjoy these movies, which is the weirdest part of it. Like they're rating them as though they're rating a real movie. Um, that, that's what's so bizarre about this. I enjoy watching shitty movies. I enjoy how did this get made? 
where that podcast watches shitty movies and then laughs about it. These yeah. assholes are watching shitty movies and then explaining how good they are for real. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. wait, what? So you, you thought that fight backwards. scene was actually good? Because it's not. It's not a good fight scene. What are you talking, He's talking about? about the real the real effect the practical effects of the Godzilla fight and how and George was saying he got all charged up yes. when Godzilla let out a roar. I'm like, are you is there something fucking wrong with you? What are you talking about? This is it's a joke movie, you idiot. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. No one who was even in the movie takes it seriously. No. All right. So I want to play uh I'm gonna play a few clips here where there's a lot of flirting going on. And the one thing that you've pointed out from the beginning is this. We're watching George and Haley hit on each other as we listen to this podcast. That's really what it's all about. I don't know that either of them care about Godzilla. Who even knows? And I thought originally that this was all a ploy for George to hit on Haley. But now I'm starting to think that Haley's hitting on George. And I'll, I'll play you some examples. This is... George builds up to this punchline that is not interesting or funny or clever and listen to how much Haley laughs at this. So the door ads that created King Ghidra, uh-huh. that then created Mecha King Ghidra in, yep. in 1944, mm-hmm. then created Mechagodzilla, yep. then created Mo- Mogera. Yep. That's the origin story. Yep. That is some bullshit. Yep. <laughs> so, so basically. <laughs> oh my God. Is, is anything about that natural? George uh, she says. She sounds drunk. Yeah, she sounds wasted. George says, yeah, this whole backstory is ridiculous. Well, well, yeah, it's a Godzilla movie. Yeah, I, I think it's bullshit. Laughing like SpongeBob. Um, right. I, I, I disagree because I think this is typical uh, Hollywood thought behavior. Okay. Where if you notice as he's talking, Haley tries to squeeze in a word or extra info constantly because if anybody else is talking, they're getting the attention. So I think all of that is just so she can make sure everyone is paying attention to her 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 quips and her especially her obnoxious laughter at the end all right let me challenge you mr richard masterson because tell me that this is not them flirting with each other this is how Haley likes guys butts and george jokes around about that and listen we i i i would replace the 18 minutes i didn't like with 18 minutes of that guy's butt (laughs) <laughs> Haley, you guys heard it you heard it here someone sent Haley a supercut <laughs> all right so that's just a little cute flirting and then it gets ridiculous in this next one and then that's where we see the a shower scene eventually uh, that's our shower scene <laughs> but it's also on this- <laughs> wow wow <laughs> wow Haley. boner boner Haley. just fuck already are you fucking kidding me with this shit he's calling her boner Haley. Like say that again is she usually like that on this show maybe she's maybe she's putting it on for the guy who's in the studio oh that's possible that's possible because I don't know what James does. I looked him up online. He's got 37 followers. I, I They said he's something about photography or something. I don't know. I can't Wait, figure out you, what the... 
do you have when uh, when George is explaining how he met their mentally challenged guest? <laughs> no, I don't. He says, oh, we were at Comic-Con, and it sounds like he's describing when he met his girlfriend. Like, he goes, yeah, we met at Comic-Con, we started talking, we really, he stops just short of saying, yeah, and we really hit it off. So here we are here. Oh, that's um, funny. I, I guess I missed that. There were times when I was zoning out during this podcast, and I just don't care. They go on and just explain a Godzilla movie which is the thing that I was annoyed about last time when we talked about this. If I wanted to watch the movie, I would watch it. If you want to tell me things that I should know about it, because I've already seen it, that's one thing. But why would you do a podcast about a movie to explain to me what happens in the movie? And this is Haley. Out of order. Yes, out of order. This is literally Haley explaining the movie the way a child would. This is how children talk. So then the two, then we get the Shobijin, the two girls show up. Yeah. And they're like, listen, Mickey, space monster's on its way. Uh, you, uh, and it wants to destroy Godzilla. And then it's, you're all going to be slaves to space Godzilla. And, uh, and if Godzilla is killed, then, you know, he's the only thing defending this place. So she's like, they're like, you need to protect, protect Godzilla at all costs. And then they're like, bye. Jesus. If, if there's a kid, you're at a party and, you know, your your niece is there and she's telling you a story about a movie she saw, this is how this goes down. Like, oh, wow, really? And then what happened, Haley? Oh, neat. Did you like that? At like four. This is like a four-year-old. Yes. My nephew's four. This is That's how he explains movies that he just saw. And then, and then this, and then. Like, oh, all right. Um, George makes another joke here that people lose their shit over. It's not as funny as you would think based on the reaction, but a weak spot is Godzilla's armpit. I don't know how truthful that is, <laughs> but okay, that's just dumb. All right, I gotta pause it right there. You're right. I think she is trying to fuck this James guy. Yeah, because know? he didn't say anything, <laughs> and she just lost it over it. Okay. All right, I'm on your side now. All right, getting back to the clip. That's really dumb. This feels like so much. Think about this is so much fucking information, you guys. It's the Achilles pit. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you can take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she didn't laugh at, at uh, George's reinterpretation of that joke, the no. Achilles pit, which was funny. But that was an actually funny joke. That was and then immediately the he starts talking and she loses her mind. Yeah, this is a clip that I call James Sucks. He is such a non-factor on the show. He brings nothing to the table. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'd be compelling on a Godzilla podcast, but still have a little bit of fucking energy. But I think at the end of the day, I think Godzilla is highly intelligent. He's just... Oh, hell yeah. He's just like, okay, uh, I'm going to take a break. James is so low energy on this show. Are, are they doing this in George's bedroom? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I assume so. I mean, it's the Madcast Media Network. That would, um, that would drain uh, the life out of me, too. I got to ask you this. So there were images that came out or an image that came out of George's bedroom. And we've all had yeah. uh, a couple of walls over that. He had yeah. he has cut out sharks on the wall behind his bed. And yes. there was uh, another image I saw of when you guys were recording the biggest problem in the universe from many years ago. And it's it's you and, and George and Sean. And again, he had the, the sharks. I think there was a, actually a third shark back then. 
on the wall. Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, so so you've seen these sharks on the wall. Did you did you ever ask him what the fuck is that? What um, is that? No, because uh, Maddox is a weirdo. Like he does he <laughs> in order to stop the weird stuff that he does. First of all. I don't I don't help friends. I have a I don't have this compulsion to manipulate friends into doing what I want them to do. I just let them do whatever they want. Like right. do whatever you want, man. I don't care. Knock yourself out. Maybe you do know what's going on. Uh but George has so many things wrong with him in his life that to start with the sharks on the wall would be like would be like uh, pulling the sharks off the wall of the Titanic. Like it's it's like oh yeah okay well so you've got another insanely weird thing here for everyone that's nice uh, I get that your identity is on display here um, I don't even rem- I don't I didn't even remember didn't. the sharks on the wall until that image came out mm-hmm. and then somebody said well they were on the wall during the biggest problem I said I I I totally forgot because um, there's so much other weird shit happening in that room he's such a child though that's it's so bizarre to me that he has his bedroom decorated as if he just got out of high school. His, his bed stands like a cardboard box. Yeah. With a lamp on it. At what point do you show up at this guy's house who, you know, you've known Maddox for a long time. And he, I go back many years knowing him as, you know, the best page in the universe and everything like that. When you see this, does it, does it take you aback a little bit? And you think like, Oh, what am I, what am I getting myself into here? It's It's got to be jarring, right? It's very jarring. There's jarring shit all over the house. Having a desk set. He used, Maddox used to have it. I don't know if I've ever t- told this story before. He had it in that house and he had it in his apartment before. A series of cameras connected to his computer that were recording everything all the time. Uh, and when you came into his front door his computer would immediately, it would detect motion and light, and it would immediately start screeching this alarm. Uh, it was He had this D- DIY alarm system set up, security system for his apartment, which he, you know, he had no valuables in. I don't, I don't he, he wasn't even in a bad neighborhood. He just, he's just very paranoid. Uh, so he built this system that made it an intolerable to enter his house when every time you go out for coffee 10 minutes you come back the second you put a foot in the door like non-stop until he went over turned on his computer and shut it down so it didn't even, uh, even go off when he came home it just went off whenever there was motion whenever there was motion so it could have been going off all day so that's what you walk into uh if you think if you if that's not enough to set off some red flags I don't think the slime comforter is going to do much. Yeah, right. That's a good point. All right. I want to you get... have a supercut of all the times he said that the movie was bonkers? He said bananas. He kept saying bananas. Oh, bananas. Yeah, over, over and over, over, over again. Over. And I was trying to find... Oh, hold on. I might, I might have a, a clip of this somewhere. This is more over-the-top laughter from Haley. He might say bananas here. I don't know. Meanwhile, Godzilla washes up on the shores of Japan, dying of diabetes. <laughs> wow. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. Don't get you. I, I didn't know. All right. I'm sorry. That was just a that was a rando. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's like his new catchphrase now, which I think Jason Manzukas has already cornered the bananas catchphrase. Wow. I don't know that you can do that anymore. They have a bit on here, speaking of Jason Manzukas, where they're reading reviews. And this is something that How Did This Get Made does. They do second opinion. They make fun of a movie and then they say, but 
Some people liked it, and then they go on Amazon and they read positive reviews. These guys do that, but in the wrong way. They read a, re- <laughs> they read a review, and then you have to guess how many stars the person gave them. That's the worst part. It's that so was stupid. the worst radio game I've ever heard. It's so guess stupid. how many stars this review was. <laughs> yes. So this is the no first one. This, yeah, there's no payoff to it. This is no the first one. Up. Haley reads a review on IMDb. It was written by someone who was actually in the movie. And then she makes the other two people guess how many stars they gave it. The best I can say about this movie is my wife liked it, all caps. And she's hypercritical. What did this man give it? Uh, Four, three stars. James? A D minus. He was in the movie. He was in the movie. How many stars did they give it? A D minus. Fucking James, wake up, buddy. Come on. Play along here. This is, this right. is a classic Maddox bit. Well, was it? Well, they, you're either correct or not. And yeah, we're going right. to find out if you're correct after the break. Like, what is the joke? What's the joke? You can tell by the, t- is the, does the tone wildly not match the number of stars it got? Is that the joke? Is there some kind of, jo- like, is there a, some kind of reveal? This person was in the movie and he hated? What's the fucking twist, you idiot? So this, let me get back to this clip because I just paused it. This is how this all pays off here. Movie, out of 10 stars. Out you of give 10 stars. I give him like a four. Four stars, yeah. Four stars. He liked it better than you guys thought. Five. So Maddox guesses three, James guesses four, the answer is five. Neat. Okay. Wow. Wow. You guys are slightly incorrect. Thank you for playing. Thanks thanks for playing. Good try. Okay. Also, I just want to point out how stupid James is. How many, what do you think he rated it? A D minus? No, no, no. It's a, how many stars out of 10? Oh, then in that case, four. That's not the equivalent of a D minus. In that case, five or six, you stupid fuck. You were right the first time. Right. (laughs) Fucking idiot. So then Maddox plays the same game, but he goes on Amazon and finds a review and reads it, and now they have to guess. I got it on DVD for the sake of collecting it, but it's not my favorite. How many stars? Okay. Because he complained about it the whole time. He complained about it the whole time. What site is this on? IMDb? Amazon. Is it on Amazon? So is that a five stars? Yeah. Five stars. Oh. Five stars? Yeah. Wow. The general rule of Amazon reviews is that there's no correlation between I, I, the number. I hated everything about it. Five stars. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Oh, boy. I thought the twist was going to be that he wrote it. I thought Maddox was going to say, and, that, and actually, I wrote that review. Yeah. Like a joke. Uh, no, there's no jokes. There's never any jokes. He tried to throw a twist at Haley. Haley was like, is, is it a five-star review? He's like, yeah, it is. And then they giggled like <laughs> children about it. Neat. Yeah. Good one, guys. Very compelling stuff. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, this guy, James, and how low energy he is. That is like so meh. He's like an unfunny Hannibal Burris. He's adding, oh, yeah. I can just picture that his eyes are half shut, if not completely closed. He's adding nothing to the conversation. And it's funny how George and Haley are just polite to him in this clip. Garrett looked kind of like a, a bird. Like a platypus? Yeah, like a platypus beaver <laughs> with like some cheap armor on. Yeah. And didn't, yep. ex- didn't expect to go out and like defeat Godzilla. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't planning on You're not out. natural. Mm. Yeah. It was very unorganic about it. Yeah, the, it and the beak disturbed me. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like the beak. They could have gave him like a 
maybe a shield or like a mouth. Yeah. So this idiot explains that the guy in the costume in the Godzilla movie wasn't in a very good costume. Like, right. That's, it's a Godzilla movie. It's a ridiculous yeah, costume. How do you have more than one episode of this show? It's the same. Know. It's all the same. It's the same. Every movie's the same. They start off by explaining that the subplot was not very good in this one. Yeah, you know, I didn't care for this movie that much. The subplot just didn't reel me in. You don't say in a Godzilla movie. Really? And the origin story, you thought that was, it was uh, fantastical? Oh, really? <laughs> right. They, they talk about how Space Godzilla is a ridiculous premise. Like, you think? No shit. Then they, then they fix it by saying, well, they should have just said, you know, Planet X. There you go. Right. That, simple. That's that all you have made, to do is say from space. That like, would have made way more sense. <laughs> that, yeah, that, you, you nailed it. You nailed He's just it. from somewhere. Um, this is a funny clip because, again, I, I, I think you're right. I'm coming, I'm coming around here. James says something that Haley laughs way too hard at. And oh, then yeah. there's terrible chemistry after that. If you he looks just... like me, I I will give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> like, I'm like, we, we should just team up for a little bit, you know, destroy some cities, yeah. uh, defeat my arch nemesis, you okay. know. If he looks like me, I'm so gonna be like, stranger, he had a reason. James, he let, had me, a reason. let me understand correctly. All right, I just want to point out. We'll get back to her laughing at something that's nonsensical, but listen to the chemistry between George and Haley, who have been doing this for a while now. I mean, I'm so going to be like, stranger, he had a reason. James, he let, had me, a reason. let me understand. What are they doing? Are they both doing their own show at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> George really wants to understand what he meant. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean anything, dude. This guy didn't watch the Godzilla movie. He barely wants to be there. He's baked out of his mind. Just move I, on. I, I don't it's think fine. I've ever made a woman laugh the way Haley laughs at that, whatever oh. he said. That just open mouth capital H A H A ha 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 ha. Oh, you mean you don't that, make women uh, fake laugh, right? Because you actually yeah. tell jokes that are funny. Probably be the reason for that. That was nonsense. Yeah, she was cackling. But nothing. This is a clip that I want to play. Where... Why don't they just do this while they watch the movie? Right. Pause it, or or just do a commentary track. Like, why put it on? Put it on with the subtitles. They're all duh, they're all subbed anyway, right? They're Japanese, and just do the show while you watch the movie. It would make so much more sense. So Haley watches the movie subtitled, but Maddox watches it dubbed. I remember this. Yeah. So she she says I watched it. Uh, subbed he watched it dubbed my version was this your version was that so at one point Haley asked george a question about a detail within the movie wanting to know if it was different based on whether it was subbed or dubbed this had to be an inside job yeah that like comes up does that come up in the dub version or no yeah they definitely I mean, talk about it in the sub it's, it's kind of a blur at this point but that so madison's only job is to watch this movie and know what happened in it and she goes, oh, did, did that happen in, in the one that you watched? He goes, I don't know. It's, it's no, all a blur. I remember this part. He didn't get the plot. Like, right. she's explaining the plot, and he goes, oh, 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 that makes more sense. Like, he's watching this movie that's kind of for children, and he didn't understand the plot. It was too much for him to figure out. 
Oh, there was a, there was mafia involvement. Oh, I I didn't even realize that. Okay. Did that part? No, I thought those were just guys that showed up from space. Oh fuck! And then this is how you know that George is flirting with Haley. He has to find anything that happens and try to make it like this cute story between the two of them. Now, <laughs> George, <laughs> George liked the movie. Haley did not. But Haley did like certain aspects of it. And George points this out. This is interesting, <laughs> Haley. You and I like different things about this movie. So, I mean, what's the interesting part? Yeah, what's interesting about that? <laughs> it's very that, interesting. Isn't so that what gonna... co-hosts should do? Like, my angle on it is this. My angle on it is that. He's going, this is weird. You liked that part, and I liked this part. <laughs> this is the first time this show has broached on a, a, a formula that has worked for 100 years. Yeah, two right. Critics, like, right. Or take different approaches of, to a movie. Huh. <laughs> let's, well, let's, move, let's never do this again. Yeah, this is not working out. I just want to agree with you all the time and yeah. laugh at your jokes. Let's just go back really, to doing that. So, so interesting we liked different parts of this movie it's like we're meant to be yeah, we're like right. we complete each other if we you like some things and i like other things it's like we like the whole thing will you marry me right can i play my boner sound effect again off my board then will you be impressed <laughs> can i watch you fuck this guy after the show please <laughs> wait a second are you insinuating that George is a cock? Because that's <laughs> that's where I draw the line on this show, my friend. Yeah, that's, that's that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> that's too much. All right, so I I don't know why this podcast exists. I I can't imagine anyone's listening to it. No, nobody is a Godzilla fan. Nobody's a fan of a Godzilla movie from the '90s out of Japan that was, by the way, direct to DVD in the United States. This is not a theatrical release. No one's seen this movie. Nobody cares. This is the subject of an entire episode of this podcast. Yeah, they they just messed this podcast. This podcast exists because George's girlfriend left him. Right. Um, this is the stand-in because no women won't come to his house and talk to him for any other reason because he's a uh, emotionally stunted 14-year-old uh, who sleeps on cardboard boxes. That's why this podcast exists. I still remember I, I went back and reviewed uh, The Best Debate. And it was the first time I ever listened to an episode of that show. And I loved The Biggest Problem so much. And I know that he was trying to recapture that magic. And I'm listening to The Best yeah. Debate. And he goes through his ad read. And he, and he, you know, he's so proud of himself for not taking advertising money from his website like a fucking idiot. He could have made millions of dollars. But yeah. he says, so um, I have this uh, product here. It's uh, supposed to grow hair on your head. And I'm going to take this challenge. I'm going to use this product because I, I put my money where my mouth is i'm going to use this product and prove that it, it actually works this guy is more bald now than he's ever <laughs> than anyone's ever been he's the most bald man in the world like why would you put that out there i'm sure the advertiser was yeah pissed. man you know it doesn't work you know yeah, it doesn't work. like no there's no way this hair growth shit like unless it's uh whatever rogaine where it's like chemical yeah uh you idiots. I, I, somebody posted a picture of him on Twitch yesterday, and he looked like he was made out of wax. Yeah. Like, he looks like shit. Well, I mean, he's riding his bike more than ever. He doesn't have a car. He should be in pretty good shape, you would think. <laughs> oh, poor George. They're on hiatus, too, from this Godzilla show. Did Are you they? see that? Well, they haven't put yeah. out a show in uh, almost a month now. 
Yeah, they announced a big hiatus. Haley was going to a convention, and I guess that that would take <laughs> going to a convention put your show on a hiatus. Why? And uh, George was also busy doing things. I yeah. think this the official statement said. <laughs> Holy shit! That's amazing. He's doing that stupid Kung Fury Two movie. Oh right, I did hear about that. I think I heard about that on your show actually. Probably. Cool. Well, I'm sure that's a, a good paying gig for him. I'm sure he'll be able to make rent next month. <laughs> yeah. He's all, he's posting to it, like to Instagram, like, uh, like somebody who's way too excited to be in a movie in LA for yep. the first time. Not somebody who's like 40 humping his mid forties, uh, without a penny to his name. Like, but your priorities are a little bit fucked up. If you think being in this, uh, this, uh, campy sequel shit sequel movie is, uh, Something you got to be spending your time on. Get a job. Yeah, I, I feel like you would get more likes if you said, I'm the, the new host at TGI Fridays. Be like, oh, good. George, yeah, pick up 40 hours a week. Good for you, buddy. Maybe you'll get a car and you save up for a year. You could put it in, get a car, man. Head over to CarMax. Get yeah. yourself a nice Subaru. Uh, All right. So as I've documented on your show and my show, Stuttering John continues to threaten us with legal action. He was at it again. And we had, WATP had a little get-together. We were celebrating a milestone for the show. So a bunch of the guys who have helped out with the show over the years all got together and had food and drinks. And our buddy Andy, who's been a co-host many times, surprised us with a video. Very exciting. So Stuttering John is on this thing called Cameo. Are you familiar with Cameo? Yeah. Cameo is this great site for has-beens where you can get people to say whatever you type in and they'll just record a video of them saying it. So Andy yeah. had Stuttering John record a video. Unbeknownst to him, it's all inside jokes about WATP and references <laughs> to our show. So this is great. This is the Stuttering John cameo video courtesy. And by the way, Andy paid 55 bucks for this. So this is money well spent. I want to thank him. For doing that. 55 bucks is no joke, man. So thank you very much for doing this. It's going to. Yeah, you're giving it, you're giving 75% of that to stuttering John Melendez, which only encourages him, but that's fine. All right, here we go. Hey, Carl, how you doing? It's stuttering John Melendez. Seamus asked me to do this for you, so I'm going to do it. Do the freaking podcast. Do it with Seamus, Carl. Don't be afraid. Now, I have a podcast, world famous. Of course, you heard about my president, my prank call to the president. That was all on my podcast. I know you want to do a good podcast about pop music, and you're deciding between band, practice, pod, or cousin cast. Here's my suggestion. Popcast. Popcast. If I was doing it, it would be popcast. That's what I suggest. Popcast. Anyway, you guys have a great time. I know you're in Gary, Indiana. If I'm ever there, come see me do stand-up. You should read my book, the number one best-selling book in general broadcasting. Easy for you to say. And uh, and thanks a lot. I wish you all the luck in the world. Seamus, Carl, see you later, cuz. All right, this is Stuttering John saying, Kakiye! What is that? His catchphrase or something? What? I've never heard somebody just say Gagia before. What was that? Everybody's saying that. Oh, is that, that. <laughs> is that like a okay boomer? That's the new catchphrase? 
Yeah, that's how we say goodbye now. Say Gagia. I, I mean, I thought he was doing a Dice Clay impression, in which case I'd rather have Dice Clay talking to me. <laughs> yeah, it did Make sound a little affected, didn't it? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so that was fantastic. And I want to point out a couple of things. People then tweeted at John and let him know that he's a fucking idiot. And also, people tweeted at me and told me his idea, instead of uh, band practice or Kazaroo cast, his idea was Popcast. There are about a dozen podcasts called Popcast that already exist. I so, think so. <laughs> good job, John. Thanks for that advice. Really appreciate that. I'll fucking call idiot. it the music podcast. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> yeah right oh you want to do a podcast about pop music what about popcast like well yeah i could i could have I figured that out thanks you want about Funko pops how about popcast thanks though i appreciate it it's great all right quick uh segment on our show known as the cringe of the week cringe of the week this is where people will send in just clips from shows or timestamps where it's very cringeworthy and they're listening to a show maybe they usually enjoy, and they say, what the fuck is going on here? And they want WATP to talk about it. This week, I'm very excited that somebody actually put together some production for us so that I didn't have to. So this is from our buddy Nick, who is a co-host on Fan Counters podcast. And Nick has co-hosted the show with me before, and he was talking about Dak Shepard's show. Dak Shepard has a very big podcast always interviewing A-list celebrities. And he says, my question is, why is this guy so popular? The amount of noises and fake arrogant responses he gives while his guests tell stories is annoying to say the least. So what he's done is he's put together an entire compilation just from one interview with a celebrity of all the interruptions and noises that Dax has to make as the other person is talking. Welcome, welcome. Uh huh. Mm, right. Mm hmm. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Which was. Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Can't even. Oh. For, yeah. Know, sure. Yes. Maybe, yeah. I, uh -huh. That can't be. Made. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. Uh huh. Said, right. Right. He goes. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Ah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. You know, yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. Like, right. Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 Your work. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. So right. Like that sure. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Very emotional. Ooh, you know, yes. Grow, yes. If you right, yeah. Because there are those yeah. shows I don't. Have yeah. Ever, yes. You know, yeah. Go sure. Yeah. 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 What just happened? Yes. It's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need the help. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, Nick. I know how much time that takes to do. So thank you for putting that together. I've already reviewed Dak Shepard's show. It's fucking terrible. Why are yeah. people listening to this? Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 I can this is the problem with celebrities. They think that everything that comes out of their mouth is important because everyone's paying attention to it all the time. It's not. Your reaction is not important. Just shut the fuck up. They have to be nice to everything too. Yeah. Like it's they, annoying. Can't, they can't, um, they can't shit on anything, especially each other. 
I can't imagine why that would be fun to listen to, but I guess I'm just a toxic person. It's not. It's not fun to listen to at all. I've listened to these shows with Dax or even Conan O'Brien's show. It's just a, a kiss-ass fest. No, you're yeah. great. No, you're you're great. No, well, I saw the movie that you did, and that was great. No, no, no. The movie you did was was the greatest. Like, okay, whatever. Who cares? We got it. Everyone likes you guys. Right. It's amazing. Everything's amazing all the time. I, I, I'm glad that they're not going on and bitching about their fucking gender identity. Don't get me wrong. It could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> that would be annoying as shit. All right. This is everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode of WATP. And here is a clip from the show that we'll be talking about next weekend. And Hannah, so do you like Jimmy John's? I ate that sandwich in less than a minute. Oh my God, right? We ate because um, the comedy club didn't have food, the yeah. Funny Bone in St. Louis. Okay. So we ordered out Jimmy John's. That place is delicious. And they sent us some food. So, what did you get? The what? What did you get? We got the number four. I think it was like turkey, avocado, Swiss. Mm. It's pretty good. Really good. Pretty good oh. stuff. Wow. You recognize that voice? No, I don't. Who is that? This is the Pauly Shore podcast. Oh, God. This is a suggestion from Charles Lovett sends this in. He says, hey, did you know that Pauly Shore once had a podcast? I sure didn't, but now I do. So this will be a lot of yeah, fun. That sounds like Pauly Shore's material. Yeah, talking about how, oh, we went to this comedy club because I used to have a show on MTV 80 years ago. So people come see me at comedy clubs and they didn't feed us. So we went to Jimmy John's. Great story. That's the beginning of the show, too, by the way. That was the... That was what he opened with out Amazing. of the gate. Well, I feel sorry for whoever has to listen to that. Uh-oh, what was that? My favorite part of being on the show is I don't have to listen to these fucking podcasts again. They're over. It's so, with. it's so funny. Last week I had Jim Florentine on, and we played the teaser, and it was the they, them, theirs. And immediately he's like, oh, my God, I, I definitely want to do this show. I'm like, fuck, feel, feel free, man. Call in. We'll, we'll have you on. It always seems like it'll be fun, and then it's not. I was listening to Godzilla versus Podcast Zero this morning, and my wife is leaving for work. She comes over to me, and she just stands for a second and listens to it. She goes, is this fun for you? Is this what you do for fun? I'm like, no! This is the opposite of fun. I'm listening to George and Haley talking about a Godzilla movie. This fucking sucks. That's terrible. I even sent you a note, Dick. I'm like, I feel bad. I'm, I'm giving you homework assignments to torture yeah. yourself. Like this is not. Yeah. I don't. I don't enjoy doing this to people. It sucks. I do enjoy listening to the Maddox ones yeah. because it's just this show is so bad and not fun. And he's compelled. He's he'll be compelled to do it forever because it's the it's like his uh you know it's his gambling addiction. He's just got to keep because he's a podcaster now. Right. And there's no way he's done being a podcaster. Then he would have to be done being a writer. Then he would have to be done being an e-celebrity. So he'll never stop doing it. And I love listening to the, I love listening to how much time he's wasting and how he's humiliating himself every week with this laughing at this inane shit. This woman sprays all over his bedroom. Um, it's fantastic. It's well, fantastic for me. It's fantastic for you because you were on a great show with him and now everything he does is terrible, which makes you look pretty good. I would yeah. say. Makes it seem like maybe you were carrying that show just a tad. 
<laughs> yeah. Just throw it out That's there. Great. Just throw it out there as a possibility. I can't wait to see what he does next now that the just Godzilla podcast is over. What will Maddox do next? Or George? Yeah, George. Or maybe he'll have a new guy. Yeah, the saddest cake man. Maybe he'll be back. I can't wait to see it. Maybe he'll put on a wig and he could be like Salem Massacre and he can come out and put on a show that way. Okay. Uh, Enough callbacks. So, Dick, I want to thank you so much for coming on and uh, I want to plug The Dick Show, dick.show, patreon.com slash the dick show. You put on a fantastic podcast every single week. It comes out every tuesday what's going on on the dick show these days buddy uh i think we had a bit of a shit show this week everyone was kind of pissed this guy came in <laughs> called uh, who calls himself chaggett yep. who was a very he was he was very well put together on the clip i saw of him at a at a political rally asking a question but then he came in and just dumped spaghetti all over the studio um so that was a last week was a bit rough i hope to, i'm gonna rein it in a little bit this week you do take uh, some just, chances i give you credit you will just you. you will just read a tweet or something and just go, hey, come on my show. And it's like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's great. But then yep. sometimes it's I, well, I always think it's great. That's my problem. Like even when especially when things are going completely out of control. Yeah, I love it. But I also recognize that most people do not like that type of show. So I'm trying to rein it in. I didn't hate Chag at, at about, I don't know, an hour and 20 minutes in. You start interviewing him. Cause yeah. he's just, he's just sitting there distracting for a long time, just talking out of turn. And then finally you start yeah. asking him questions. He's like, well, you know, there was that time I was on meth up in Maine and we got pulled over and I handed I the cop. The GameStop. Yeah. I robbed out. <laughs> it was a getaway car for a GameStop robber. You're like, wait, did you steal money? No, just video games. Like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to, I want everyone to know that those guys are my real friends. Yeah. Everyone says my friends like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. He's explaining how he handed, he's like, you know, uh, for a year and a half, I was doing crystal meth on and off. Who, nobody does crystal meth on and off. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it right now, buddy. I can tell. Right. Uh, it's the Dick Show. It's your one stop for autism on the internet. Uh, the fun kind. Yes. If you if you want to check it out. Every I love being I love being your show. It's very put together. The opposite of my show. Uh, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. We love having you on the show because all we want to do is laugh at jerks, and you're one of the best at it. One of the best I've ever come across. So thank you so much for coming on the show. And we definitely encourage That means a lot to me from one jerk to another. Yes. I do love it. I do. I wouldn't be happy. I would just I would just dissolve like a ghost if there weren't any more jerks to make fun of on the internet. Right? Anymore. What the fuck would we do with ourselves? Have to enjoy yeah. things and smile a lot? Fuck that. I'd get married and have kids. It would be right. horrible. Huh? Right. <laughs> You've literally turned into Al Bundy. Yeah, Start yeah. selling shoes. Uh so please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Fuck you! Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, Bullshit. everybody. Great job, everyone. This dude is fucking corny.
You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. All right, Dick. I apologize. I'm taking a lot of your time, but we got to get to voicemails, my friend. Oh, sure. Okay. Listen to a few voicemails, and then I'll let you get out there and get on your way. Thank you. Starting off with the guy who suggested that we do they, them, theirs is a guy. W-U-T question mark is his name in our Discord. What? And he DM'd me. With, he says, I'm, I live in Russia. I can't call into your voicemail. So I just recorded this clip. Can you play it? And I was like, oh, you know, here's this kid who likes our show. He's from Russia. I'm all excited. Like, oh, this is really cool. We're connecting with people in other parts of the world. And then I listened to the clip and it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Hey, Carl, it's me, your youngest fan, uh, who isn't a 50-year-old woman who pretends to be a little boy. Uh, I'm actually a little boy. But I'm calling in from middle of fucking nowhere, Russia, to tell you that fucking fix your audio levels. They're terrible, okay? I'm listening to your podcast most of the time in the metro, like I listen to most podcasts. And I'm sitting there, right? And I turn it on. Immediately, your theme song erapes you. Yeah, he's not wrong. And then after that, <laughs> uh, it's fine for a bit, you know? You're doing your intro. It's all it's, it's all, it's all right. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Uh, you start playing clips of the podcast that you're reviewing, yep. and those clips are usually like 50 times quieter than your actual audio, so then I have to turn it up again, and then right after the clip, your loud ass fucking ear-rapes me again, yep. and after that, I have to turn it down again, then I can't hear the fucking clip. The worst is the fucking voicemail segment, because I can never hear any of the voicemails. Like, it's it's impossible to hear any of them if you're in a fucking loud area. So I turn it up all yeah. the way, and then your loud ass is going, Hey guys, I'm Carl. Shut up. <laughs> fucking level your audio. I listen to the dick show. Yeah, me and too. And there, they have fucking perfect audio. Like, Sean funny. is a legend, you know? Yeah. It's all perfectly leveled. Even if John McAfee calls in from 50 countries... I don't, I don't fucking know where he is. No one does. His audio is terrible, but I can still at least hear it, you know? With your audio, I can't hear the voicemails whatsoever, so I, I, I'm probably not hearing myself right now. So just, just level your audio. All right. It's so funny. So one of the reasons why I upgraded my loopback software was to try to correct this issue. I know it's a problem. I know that we have some... I don't have Sean, the audio engineer, over here. All right? It's true. But I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, oh, this guy who's been active on the Discord, he's a fan of the show. I thought maybe he'd come out and talk about what a fan he is. No, just your show sounds like shit. All right. You did your show to your show. Good. Yeah, uh, right. I deserve it. In the beginning, I had to tell Sean every week, crank the voicemail, crank the voicemail, crank the voicemail. He's like, he's recording in like a clean room yep. uh, where he can, you know, he can hear absolutely everything. Uh, he can hear what you ate that day in the voicemail. But I'm like, look, man, people listen in cars. They listen to the subway. You got to crank that shit. And I'll tell you, when I first started doing the voicemail segment, I would download the voicemail. I'd bring it into my software. I'd play with the levels of it, EQ it a little bit, try to make it sound good. It just takes so much fucking time. It's not worth it at all. <laughs> so now I just download it and play it however it came through. Usually it sounds like yeah. garbage. I, tr I compress the shit out of the show in post. 
and try to bring the levels back up and normalize things, but there's only so much you could do. Someone calls in on their shitty phone and they're, they're talking not even into the receiver. There's only, you know, what am I going to do about it? I don't know why I'm making I'll, excuses. Who cares? I'll, I'll look at your setup and see if you send me your setup, maybe I can help you out. That'd be great. I'd appreciate it. All right. This is, oh, I actually have Digibro coming over to my house in oh, a couple cool. of weeks. He's going to be, he, 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 his girlfriend's from Rochester. So he comes up here for Thanksgiving time. So he reached out to me. He wants to come over. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting having Digibro in studio. You've done that before, right? Yeah, he's great. Cool. Um, yeah, he didn't do he didn't spill anything. <laughs> that, that's pot. That's a positive thing. Digibro is a very polarizing character. Everyone hated him after I had him on the show last time, and then in the last couple of months, people are coming around. They're like, Digibro wasn't that bad. We like Digibro. Okay, all right, good. The lolly shit. It's you know, he told shit. me after the show, he when he did my show, he's like, yeah, people are f- freaking out about this lolly porn shit. And he's like, I don't even really like it that much. Uh, <laughs> it's, just that, it's just that people keep attacking it. And I want to make like, and I believe in that it's, that it's not, that it's just art. Like, I don't even really like it that much, but I'm in this position. I was like, oh, that's even, it makes it even funnier, dude. That does. He should not lean in that fucking heart out of him. He doesn't even care because <laughs> it really pisses yeah. people off. All right. So we got this guy who calls in who has a, a catchphrase, and we have a lot of imitators who call in, too. Sometimes I'm fooled, and band practice guy is not happy about it. Man practice! What the fuck, girl? First you have some dude driving B saying that's a band practice guy who wasn't me. Then you have another guy saying band practice what? And you play a fucking guy that's driving me saying band practice. Bullshit. Anyway, call me back. So that's insincere apologies oh. to band practice guy. Carl, you don't you don't respect a man's catchphrase? What I know, I know. What am I doing? Catchphrase is your is your moneymaker. I know. You it's fucked up. Be guys, catchphrase and letting it spread all around. It's, I'll be band practice guy the next time you know. It's why Stuttering John is suing me, actually. People don't realize that the actual lawsuit is I'm letting anyone just yell band practice on my show. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Is that no? That's not. Is that real? What the lawsuit? Yeah. Is that actually going to happen? He he. So on the most recent episode, he came out and he said, "My attorney has his address, his phone number. We're sending the paperwork. This is a done deal." And oh, cool. I come home from work, Dick, every single day, like giddy to grab the the mail. Like, where is yeah. this fucking letter? Because as soon as I get it, I'm going to post it on our subreddit. I, I can't wait to scan this thing and to get it out there. And it's just, it hasn't come in yet. Is he not going to serve you? He doesn't need a process server to, to do you? Because there know. was like a, there was a couple months period where uh, I would not answer the door at my house after getting served at the first lawsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how any of this works. I I don't get sued very often. Oh yeah, they got to hire a guy to come out and make sure it's you. Hmm. Uh, they can't just mail it. Is that true? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. he's all he's all excited that he's got this guy Lenny the lawyer in New York. He's like, ah, oh, my my buddy is an attorney in New York, and he's going to take care of this. I live in Rochester, which is about a six and a half hour drive. So if they have to come, physically come and greet me, I I don't think anyone's going to do that as a favor to Stuttering John. Well, they they would have to hire somebody locally. Um, I, I mean, unless New York has very different laws than California, but I'm, I think 
being served is uh, nationwide. Yeah. Like if you dodge it enough, they can just hang it on your door and say, look, they're just dodging the getting served, but uh, it doesn't, you're not. So I, I don't think they can skip that step. Interesting. Well, for some weird reason, I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably regret saying this, but I can't wait to see what this lawsuit <laughs> looks like. Cause this fucking idiot plays clips of Howard Stern show on his show. He plays clips from the news. He plays all these clips and he goes, these fucking guys are playing clips from my show on their show. It's like, well, yeah, that's what we're all doing. Dummy. How do you not understand that? All right. This next voicemail is, uh, someone who wants to something about Chrissy Mayer. Let's see what this is. Hey Carl. Uh, this is Noah from Virginia. I just listened to your newest episode and, uh, I might've missed it, but I found it kind of curious how, uh, Chrissy Mayer came up and, uh, he didn't seem to want to mention that to your buddy, Jim. Uh, were you not proud of that episode or I don't know. Call me back. Bye. <laughs> Call me back. Oh, my uncle calls in here. Carl, this is your uncle Adolf. Why didn't you tell me you had a podcast, you silly? Well, I heard it, and I love it. So I am going to make Double Who ATP, the official outright podcast, as the third oh. Reich. <laughs> Uncle Adolf. I should have told cool. you about it. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing him at Thanksgiving. We'll be able to chat about official this. That's very podcast cool. of the alt-right. Wow. Yeah. This is a fan from Iran. We had a fan from... Russia, there's someone from Iran listening to the show. Hello, Carl. This is a fucking fan from Iran. And I just wanted to say that you and all all these other fucking podcasts, y'all got Patreons now and put shit behind paywalls. I mean, I, I understand why you do it, but there's a, there's a minority of us here that can't pay for this stuff like they physically cannot pay for that oh. shit and move out of iran I just then cannot get your bonus episodes or like any other podcast move to canada the fucking history on fire got put behind the paywall dan carlin's hardcore history <laughs> that sounds so sad it's also that way i'm just saying sad. fuck you all y'all are a bunch of fucking bastards and yeah, go fuck yourself. Is this is this part of the sanctions that we put on Iran? Is this you can't Gosh, use? I hope, I hope not. I hope <laughs> those sanctions don't affect me in any way. Yeah, I know. They're not I allowed didn't... to uh, use PayPal on Patreon. Is that one of the things that we're doing to them? That guy called in from a country code that I looked up, and he actually is from Iran. Which I didn't believe at all at first. Like, oh shit, okay, that actually is true. I'm sorry. What were well, we you could say? tell because he said it's Iran. Iran, yes. That's how I immediately knew it was the real deal. Yeah. And not Iran, but Iran. Uh, I think there's a privacy credit card you can get. Like, uh, I know Null from Kiwi Farms was talking about how people use that for some of his stuff. You just you pick up a credit card, get a VPN. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's the government. You can right. get around the government. I don't care which one it is. Right. You're not trying hard enough to give me money. That's the yeah. moral of the story here. Yes. What the fuck? Can uh, we can we can make this happen? We can get Carl money. We can get Carl your money. All right. So we did a bonus episode, Andy and I did, on our Patreon, and we covered this guy. We did I went on your show, Dick, and talked about the vanished and how the host of that show tried to get me yeah. fired from my job. 
I so, remember that. So as soon as we decided that we were going to start doing these bonus episodes behind a paywall, I was like, oh, we have to revisit The Vanished because now <laughs> I can talk shit about this person and no one will hear it. So yeah. sure enough, we went on and we talked about a show that she did about this kid named Nico who was charged with rape and then mysteriously disappeared. It's like, well, oh. well, wait a second. I think maybe he's just dodging the law because yeah. he was charged with rape and he was going to face 20 years in jail. Anyway, Nico heard this show and decided to call in, which is exciting. Hey, Carl, it's me, Nico. I'm the child rapist that you guys talked about in your yep. first bonus episode. <laughs> this is what I sound like, and I want to thank you for um, getting back at that bitch for uh, using my mom like that. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, call me back. We can exchange uh, child porn together. <laughs> no. Maybe go knock up a liquor store. I know you're into that. Uh, yeah, see ya. This was one of the craziest things, Dick. She goes out and she explains this kid, 18 years old, he had smashed the windows out of convenience stores. He's like raping women. He's up to no good all the time. And then, and then one day he mysteriously got in a truck, a stolen truck and drove away and never came back. Like you don't say. And the mom is looking for him. He doesn't want to be found lady. He's not going to oh, be yeah. found. I don't, there might not be any value uh, in having that relationship with his mother. Right. That's how, that's how it turned out the first time around. <laughs> that's how it works out. Maybe um, just give it to me. We played a, on our cringe of the week, we played some Canadian doing terrible stand up. And here's a reaction to that. Hey, Carl, this is the guy who said he was going to kill himself after listening to that Canadian bitches stand up. Yeah. Well, as you can see, I'm still alive because I forgot to pay my water bill. So I can't snuggle in the bathtub with my toaster. So. I guess I have to deal with being alive for another week at least. So, I mean, could you at least do me a favor and make the next podcast, you know, extra interesting? I mean, this is the only thing I have for entertainment as of now. I mean, maybe just do a little bit more Seamus bashing Oof. or, like, I don't know, suck a cock live on air. You know, just whatever you oh. think can help spice things up. So, uh Yeah. I guess you can call me back. All right, here's a guy who's a big fan of the Dick Show. Hey, oh. Carl, and hey, Dick. I was listening to this week's teaser. I'm just excited to hear what you guys have to say about the non-binary, uh, non-conforming, they, them, theirs. Hope you tear them a new non-gendered asshole. We did. Side note, this David Allen Coe guy. He sounds kind of like an ass farmer to me. I, I would ask Sean, the audio engineer, about that one. All right. Go fuck yourself. Call me back. All right. Here's a, another voicemail. Uh, apparently, I pronounce words incorrectly. Sorry, I think I just ear raped what again? Apologies you for that. You definitely ear raped everybody. Uh, there's this guy named Patrick Michael who we've documented on the show a number of times. He puts out over 20 podcasts, Dick, and he just he puts out multiple episodes a day for multiple podcasts. He's got this scheme going with this thing called Anchor.fm. Prolific. Are you familiar with this company? No, no. Apparently, the way that it works is you get three cents per download. 
So what this guy's decided to do is rather than build an audience and create a great show and get people to download the show because they enjoy it, he just puts out a million episodes. And then if he gets <laughs> a half a person to download every single one, he makes bank on it. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm setting up this clip correctly, but I just have in my notes that Anchor.fm is a huge conspiracy. Let's see what this person has to say about it. Hey, Carl. Hey, Dick. It's Matt from Georgia. Carl, don't sit here and act like we don't know that you're the sole owner of Anchor.fm. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, think about it. You profit by getting content from shitty idiots on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And WATP is getting pretty big. We... We know that people are getting scared because they don't want to be shitty idiots on the internet because you're going to tear them apart. So what better way to get them to be shitty idiots on the internet than to give them monetary incentive? And this is essentially Anchor.fm's business model, right? Yeah. So you make Anchor.fm so that you can get more content. You pay these people basically pennies and you make all of the big bucks, right? Because let's not sit here and act like it's some kind of coincidence that you launch a Patreon right around the same time as you start talking about Anchor.fm and Seamus gets picked up by it. I'm fucking pretty sure that John is probably going to get picked up by it too at some point because he's not getting any fucking listeners except for this show. It's true. So, yeah, we're on to you, Carl. We're not stupid. Dick, go fuck yourself. Carl, definitely do not call me back. I'm, He's making a lot of good points, except I'm, at the end. I'm starting to think that I should be smarter than I am. I never thought of that business model. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. How come the conspiracy guys can't ever just execute what their conspiracies are? And right. Make all that money. Right. That's a great idea. Like, why wouldn't you create a show where you get idiots to make podcasts and then you make the money off of it? It's a, it's a great yeah. idea. Just wish I had thought of it. All right, real quick. Um, this person's talking about John Melendez. Hey, Carl. I was uh, I was listening to some of your episodes, you know, and you hear Stutter and John talk tons of shit about, about you and, like, the lawsuit and everything. But, yeah. you know, if he had just been cool about everything, maybe, like, I would have given it a listen because, like, you've roasted so many different podcasts. And now I'm a regular listener of the official podcast because of it, of the Dick Show, and I support them on Patreon because they were cool with you yeah. and everything. Good. And I would at least give it a chance, except for Comtown. I couldn't do that shit. But <laughs> it's a weird one. I don't know. <laughs> Just tell them to chill. I know. This is the thing that John's doing this all wrong. He's reacting to this. And I had Jim Florentine on last week, and Jim's friends with John, and I... I I explained to him, like, can you talk to the, your buddy and like, talk some sense to this guy? What's he doing? He's a known troll. This is what he does. This is his comedy style. And he's mad yeah. that we're trolling him. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, right. And prolonging it. Yes. In a weird way. Not like shitting on you back, which is fun. But right. this weird, like, it was. it's like if a wrestling guy is, like, talking shit about the other wrestler and the other wrestler just goes and files complaints with HR at WWE. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I'm not going to call out the wrestler by name, brother, but I just want to yeah. let that person know yeah. that I am going to smack them down with some serious... Legal ramifications, brother. What the I don't even want to give him attention because I'm above all that. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's idiot? brilliant. That's, 
Oh, that's the most brilliant thing you've said. All right, last last voicemail. Okay. Carl, that last show you did with Florentine, that was ridiculous, man. You, 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 fuck you. I don't know if that was positive or negative. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can't tell. That sounded kind of negative, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love the compliment I hate getting is, oh, that was the best show you've done in a while. Like, why was that necessary? Oh, <laughs> why didn't you just say it's a good show? I get that, too. I, so that was one of the things that I saw was like, oh, good. He's finally back to form. Like, wait, what, what happened? We've, <laughs> yeah, we've been off our game. What was that part for? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we've been off our game for months. I know one told me that. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. That's funny. It's such a backhanded yeah, compliment. They say it even more. The, oh, wow. Best show in a while. Best show in a while. <laughs> what do you mean in a while? <laughs> I'm glad I stuck with it. I'm glad I stuck with this in the lead times. <laughs> yeah. I really did the right thing here. Like, fuck. <laughs> Dick, I kept you way longer than I wanted to. I told you we we're making these these shows shorter, and we've just prattled on and on. So I apologize. And thank you again for coming on the show. You were fantastic. And Great look, time. Love uh, the show. Thank you, Carl. Cool. Look forward to talking to you again soon, I hope. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right, buddy. You know, now a guy can sit at home and become a, a, a star in a sense. That's the thing. And, and blast people and really have an effect.